And now, it's time for part four of In the Moment. This is In the Moment's Note of the Week. I just want people to know that by the time you say long story short, <laughs> it's been it's, way it's too long. It's too, long. Hey, too late, bro. That story been long for a long motherfucking time. Everybody's over it, right? Yeah. If you ever got to say long story short, Mm-mm. hey, just stop the story. That's it, man. True. You don't have to keep going. Right? <laughs> like, I've started saying long story less long because I know <laughs> damn well we beyond short. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, just, I just want to put that out there. It's time for Mo and Katie to fight about relationships. So last week, Romeo, you you weren't here, obviously, so you might not have heard when I said that people were stupid. And I said that because I feel like people just jump into relationships and don't really pay attention to what the hell is going on. Mm. Right? And I started to think maybe the term settle down is called settle down for a reason because that's exactly what you're doing a lot of the time. You're not leveling up. You're settling down. And who wants to settle who wants to go down? So if you pay attention to the terminology, maybe it'll tell you that you're not doing the right thing after all, right? Mm. So I made that statement, and I also made a statement about how ever since Mario started whining, none of us ever really want to know what their girl is doing on the weekend. <laughs> Katie, that's not a bar. Come on. It is. You know, right? Right? So. <laughs> the weekend. The weekend you know what I mean? Because it's whining. Yeah. We have yeah. it. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? So we were telling jokes about this or whatever. And we got into the whole marriage thing, and it just was men just talking. And <laughs> it was one dude who was like, yo, I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually feel validated in you stepping up and starting to talk about how women don't really live in a way that's conducive to being wives anymore. I said, okay, where's he going with this? And he was like, well, I want you to ask your listeners, if they give me permission, on what they genuinely feel about a guy who has decided to be the other man. To be the side dude? Correct. There's a Tyree song called The Other Man. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but he referenced it. And it's basically like when you get lonely at night, calling me is all right. I'm the other man. And he said he used to be the nicest guy. He swears by it. Flowers and all that. He felt like he got treated like shit. And I've heard a lot of men tell this story, and I can understand it because I've seen some things, but he really felt this way. Like he was the nicest guy. He was getting shitted on. Left and right. All the time. So he decided to be the monster. He was like, you know what? Of course he did. Hey, man. I don't want to be married. I want to be the guy that the married women sleep with. And he will never tell anybody this. I'm not going to give his identity up. But he feels like, fuck what everybody got to say. I'd rather be the guy who can sleep at night. Because I know... That my wife is not out sleeping with the other guy because I'm the other guy. Hmm. And he's lived this life for a while. He's fucking happy. And he's got a few women that he speaks to, and they all taken. And the dude feels like, I don't give a fuck. But tell people that this is my lifestyle and ask Katie what she thinks about it. I'm down. You like it? I like that goal. That's my new goal in life. I want to be the... the you want to be the other man? The other dude. Why not? See, it feels like less pressure. It does? Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I've heard a lot of men say this, and I'm, I'm also going to be honest. I was, I've been there. Like, I get it. I do get it. It sounds horrible. 
But there is a lane for it because whether we want to admit it or not, as a man, no, you've seen it. You know it's always going to be married women that's looking for that man. And if you decide that I'd rather be that man than the other guy, that's me. If you like it, I love it. I mean, if you want to be pleasure P boyfriend number two, then cool. Just imagine when you're in your 60s. You can't be boyfriend number two in your 60s. So if you're looking for love and you want love, good luck, boy. Why not? Because when you get older and your thing ain't thinging like it used to, you can't be the side dude. You must have seen Smokey Robinson playlist. Mm, That don't mean Smokey Robinson can get it up. (laughs) <laughs> no, if he fit in there, Mm-mm. that's all that matter. Mm-mm. Oh, you think she just getting them gasms from, from on her own? First of all, it's known that women, when they get older, if if she is going to have gasm? a side... No. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even got to roll over? <laughs> if she is going to have a side dude, it's going to be a much younger dude. They don't call him cougars for no reason. So if he's happy mm. with that lifestyle, enjoy it, live it up, right? If mm. that's the lifestyle he wants to live... But that's cool. what you got to... No, but... Right. <laughs> no, fight, fight back. Is real. it? No, tell is, it, why it is it conclusive? Conducive. Conducive. I was going to say conclusive. <laughs> I got you. I know. I know. You, you came strong, too. Yeah. With a word is it conclusive? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, you said that shit on law and order. Is it conducive to the life that you do want to have eventually when you get tired of that? If he if he does feel like he'll ever get tired of it. If you don't feel like you'll ever get tired of it, boy, live your life being boyfriend number two. Go ahead at it. Knock him dead left and right. But who's going to put you in the senior citizen home? Who's going to be there when you can't walk and need your oxygen tank? Who is going to be your notebook love? Mm. Who? Who? Who, Romeo? Money. Okay. Because if you're a rich old dude. She's going to kill you. With money. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> then you can get the younger ones. You don't have to go for the older ones. The younger ones will kill you so they can get the money. <laughs> well, Leonardo DiCaprio is still alive, so he's fine. But Okay, he's not that old yet. He can still do the shit he there, does. He, no, 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 he's not at the age I'm talking about. You said 60. Leonardo That's not that old. is not 60. He's like 50. Okay. Yeah, close. But he's not, like, right now, he's still in his prime where he can still have ladies and stuff, and he still looks good, right? Right. But when he gets to a certain point, all right, where mm-hmm. that Benjamin Button don't reverse no more, he starts to really age. What age is that? Because George Clooney's still out here on fire, Katie. But George Clooney's married with twins. He's he's already but married. He he's still settled been, he could have still been Clooney, you heard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have. He could have. He could have. But at you some remember. point, you got to. He could have Clooney your cuckoo. Yeah, you know I mean? All right. I'm just saying. So you saying he's good for now, but eventually... It, Speaking of you good for now, but eventually, y'all ever thought about the fact that it's mad people that didn't want to get the shot because they ain't know what it would do for them later in life, like the Kyrie Irvings of the world, right? Like a lot of people saying, I don't want to get the, the vaccine because like I don't know what that's going to look like. Oh, nah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they ain't never stopped none of these BBLs from going out. Y'all ever thought about that? Mm. No, that's right. That's smart because we don't know what the long term like, is. But that didn't stop their ass from getting on a 12-hour flight where they couldn't sit down the whole way coming back. They didn't. Nobody had a problem with it then. I just don't. Mm. Documentaries will be coming soon. Okay. Say less. <laughs> I just said too much. <laughs> tweet of the week. I saw this tweet and it made me want to remind a lot of y'all that you got it fucked up out here. You should be a criminal. <laughs> and not a smooth one. Oh. Get caught. <laughs> what? Telling you right now, be a criminal and get caught. All right? You heard it here first. In the moment. Know why? Saw a tweet that said... In Arizona, as well as other places, the average salary for a person that is in witness protection as we speak is $85,000. Okay, so you have to snitch 
you have to do a crime that is worth snitching on someone else to get you out of. Yep. So don't just be any regular, regular criminal. What you mean? You can't just be robbing banks and think that you're going to get this. No, it has to be something that involves a whole ring of people. Yeah, but you get yourself involved and then snitch on them. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you that's what I'm saying. It's, it, this pertains to certain crimes, not all 85, crimes, though. 85K is wild. 85K, Katie, do you know that the, the median American worker brings home an estimated 54000 a year? Yeah. And they give them a nice home. And they put them up in the What? You somewhere. ain't even really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is taken care of for you. That's $85,000? 24-7 security, too. Come on, are you kidding me? I mean, people not making eighty five. Now I'm about to snitch, y'all. Hold Yo, on. nah. You can still get got, though. I'm telling you. And Romeo look like he getting packs off. You can easily call somebody. Bro, I'm about to 6 9 this shit. All you got to do is get three packs off, act like you really like that, and when they come get you, act like you still like that. The moment they put you in that little room with the table and nothing else in there, they say, yo, what you need? And you tell them hot Cheetos and some coffee, Duke. You got to say it like that. Mm-hmm. And they come back. They, you what a mean? mix, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. the bubble guns in that jail cell. What? <laughs> I'll be hot nah, Cheetos right. and coffee. Yo, nah, you got to ask, ask for some champagne because this is a celebration <laughs> to that bitch. And champagne? I'm, I'm getting and some out. I'm getting out making 85, bitch. Uh, hey, yo. Nah, what you mean? Uh, you don't even got to work, huh? No. This is what I'm saying. You make 85 for just being a witness. I just be streaming the whole day. <laughs> what facts? Make it 85. You don't have to worry about Katie. Are you kidding me? Now, when Kirk Franklin said, Can I get a witness? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> 85,000 for just snitching. And mm. you live a great life. So, mm, But you're still looking over your shoulder every day. You don't have to go anywhere. They get all your groceries for you. That's the whole point. Okay. They don't, you don't have to do nothing. They bring everything to you. Strippers, groceries, whatever you need, they bring I, it to you. I highly doubt they're bringing strippers to you. All right, I might have went too far, but <laughs> y'all get the point. You don't know. Maybe. You don't know. Oh, okay. People still have needs. Yep. Shout out to Takashi69. All right, question of the week. Is this hating or is this justified? Hating. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave it at that. Move on. Who's next? New segment called Hating or Justify. <laughs> <laughs> Just popped up out of nowhere. Ooh. Random. Oh. Look okay. how good we are at party. Ooh. On the spot. I wonder what this one's about. Oh my God. <laughs> Katie, let me tell you. Okay. It's about is this hating or justified? <laughs> so, Tom Brady. Retired. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it, he's about to go try to win Giselle back. I don't know that to be true. That's what they say. He's going to take a year off and go try to get his lady back. Right. Romeo is shaking his head. You can't do that. What do you mean? You can't do that. You can't get his lady back? No. Why not? You fucked up. Be Tom Brady. You think it's too late? Yes. Why? Because she's Giselle, whatever her last name is. Punching. Punching. Bunching. And That's she's a, a bunch of bullshit. You thinking that she can't get them back? She's twins? What that mean? She has a twin sister. She does? Yeah. Just as fine? <laughs> yeah. You think Tom's going to go after her? Maybe. Oh, uh, now that's a smart man. Oh, you nasty. Who, me or Tom? Tom. But no, but. You saw t- his thirsty pick? Yeah, that shit was disgusting. What is Tom Yo. doing? <laughs> no, he need to sign that oh, contract. No, no, go back. Like, no, go back. Uh, Yo, Tom were not retired three days. His yeah. nuts was out. <laughs> Yo, Tom. Yo, what are you doing, son? Now nah, them balls were deflated. Now nah, we're gonna... <laughs> 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 
Romeo's back. What you want me to do? <laughs> I brought my A game. Damn oh, it. man. Right, wait. So, Tom said, well, before we go into what Tom said, I think it's important to note, they're giving Tom like $300 million yeah. to talk. Yep. And this is a man who throughout his career has been pretty famous for not talking. Mm-hmm. And his first take ever, really, after retirement is, oh, yeah. Oh, Janet Jackson thing was amazing for the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing when her nipple was out and she's been um, criticized for it ever since and has never gotten an apology from the NFL or from Justin or anyone else, and she's probably been embarrassed by it since the day it happened. That whole thing. It's Black History Month. This is a black woman. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about all of the details. This was Tom's first take. But that being said, obviously he's about to get a lot of money to come into a space for talking when he hasn't even proved that he can do it yet. Mm. We see this a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Sports, podcast, what have you. Now, I'm saying that to say this. Was Joe Budden hating or is it justified? When he went viral for saying, as a podcast host who has come into podcasting and obviously he's done very well in the space. Now, shit ton of people hate him for whatever reasons they hate him. That's all fair. But he said, I love seeing people come on podcasts and failing. I love to see it. I love to see rappers, whomever, come out here and think that they could do a podcast. I love to see people just say, oh, this looks so easy. Let me get a microphone and do it. He loves to see these people fail because they all come into this thinking, oh, it's going to be a lot of money from the beginning. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And they learn, no, it ain't no money for a very long time. It's a grind. You got to really grind it out. So, yes, I'm happy that y'all are coming in here thinking that y'all can do what I have done and fail. Then I saw half of the people saying, wow, this dude been hating forever. Then I saw some people saying, no, I actually respect it. What do y'all think about that? And it don't have to be pertaining to podcasting. It could be anything in life, right? Like maybe you was a cheerleader who was on fire. Everybody think they could do it. Maybe you was a computer programmer who was on fire. Everybody think they can do it. Just in life. There's a part of you hope that when people come into your Whatever it is you do and try to succeed at it, when you've known you've had to go through the ringer, do you feel like I want everybody to win? Or if you keeping it a buck, does a part of you feel like I hope you actually fail? I want people to win who don't have an arrogance about it. If you're humble about it, go ahead. Go for it. Try your hardest. Try your best. Cool. But if you come in arrogant about it, like, ah, I got this. I'm going to do this. Da-da-da-da. No. I hope that you are humbled by your arrogance. Mm. So, so it's, it's the okay. mentality that the person has going into whatever field it is. I respect that. Romeo? Yeah, I think it, it's on what your angle is and what your point is. Like, if you're going in there just thinking, oh, this is easy. Like, anybody can do it. Like, I can do this. Like, I can talk on the radio. Seems easy. Like, what? All you, could, all you do is get paid to talk. I can do that. But then it's also, you have to think about what goes beyond the radio part. You know what I mean? Like, in our, in our lives, we're constantly thinking about what are we going to talk about? Next, what are we going to talk about next? Like every single thing in our content, lives becomes content. 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 Yeah. So it's just like you don't, you no longer, you live life for yourself. You live life for the content that you're producing, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of these people, they just think, oh, I'm just going to get up there and say my opinions and that's easy. But I think there's a lot more to it. And then most people, I feel like they're just, it's exactly that. They just come in and they think that they can just talk. 
and say whatever, not realizing that, oh, no, but this time they're going to get you back and they're going to be able to say shit. I respect it. I um I don't ever really truly want to see people fail, if I'm being honest, only if they play with me. That's it. Because mm-hmm. I, I do think when people come, even when people come in and be like, oh, I could do it too. You could do it. It's so easy. I could do it. I actually want to see them try. I don't want to see them fail. I want to see them try. And if they can, great. Because you already know what it took. You know what I mean? To get to where you are so you'd be confident in it. I never want to see them fail. I just want to see them try. Don't say you could do it and you're not willing to try. Try it. And the only time I want to see you fail is if you play with me. But if you don't come at me, I don't care. So I ain't mad at that. And now. It's time for Mo Ain't Shit. Yo, I just want to make this very clear. Very, very, very clear. I've heard a lot of people over the last few days say to me in casual conversation that they went to a wedding where they were a fill-in, a plan B, if you will, a bench player, a substitute, a replacement. Oh, I couldn't get my best friend here, so you will do. Mm. And with all that being said, you can call it pride, You can call it toxic masculinity. You can say that the man has issues that are beyond repair. I really don't care what you say. I just want to make it very, very clear. I will never, under any circumstances, come to your wedding if I am a plan B, C, or D. What say y'all? That's fair. No, I don't want to be there as a plan A. Okay, all right. No, I don't. But I'll come. Why, why not? No, I'll come. I don't want to go to a wedding. I don't want to go. I just want to come up to the reception. I don't want to see all of the, you walk down the aisle, the flowers. Such they a throw hater it. of love, bro. Oh, yeah, that's I exactly love love. I love love. I don't like weddings. That is love. Why not? No, yes. it's not always. We just sat here and talked about how marriage wasn't love for an hour. In that and moment, in that moment oh, it is. In that moment it is, bro. You can't no, hate on it. No, the fuck it's not always. No, say that. That's not true. In I'm, that moment. Just in that moment. No, it's, it's not. so beautiful. Ceremonies are beautiful. No, they are not always. Yeah, this, the wedding ceremonies I've been to, they were always beautiful. And I'm like, oh. This I do think so cute. I don't know they're cute. Like if we're talking about visually, they're amazing, oh incredible. I think that you two should have the best life ever. I just don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a wedding person. I'll be honest. I'm not. That's not my thing. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go. I'm not saying I won't. I will go. If you invite me and you like that with me, I will go. But if I'm a plan B, I feel like spare me. Like yeah. don't worry about it. I don't want you to feel like damn. Mo's gonna feel away. No, he's not. Yeah. No. 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 Mo's no. gonna be just fine. If we're not close, don't invite me to your wedding. But sometimes they be close and you still be a plan B. You don't know it. Remember Cassie said earlier on a big show, like, some people be plan B, they don't even know they plan B. Mm-hmm. It's just somebody dropped out and now it got to be you, so you can come. And then my homeboy just told me the other day, now I knew I was a fill-in, but I showed up. Why? I would know if I'm a plan B to a wedding. Yeah. Absolutely. See what I'm saying? As far as I know, anytime somebody need a plan B, they try to keep something from coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Romeo, you going as a fill-in? Mm-mm. Never? I don't think so. Okay. Because it's the same thing. I would know. Because mm-hmm. I know the people that I'm close to. Yeah, you know. And I would be like, okay, yeah, I'll go down to your wedding. Like, I'll, yep. be, I'll be there for sure. But if it's just a person and they're just inviting me, unless it's like like a high-status person and they're inviting you, because oh, then you're, you're going to a balling wedding. If Bad Bunny said you was playing F, you'd be like, oh, Bro, yo, let's yo, hit me. Go. Yo, hit my line. <laughs> you know what I'm yo, saying? Yo, hit my line if A, B, C, D, E, <laughs> don't make it. You are? All right. Say less. It's time for the Sicko Award. Let's see who was nasty this week. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. The Sicko Award goes to the young lady that was at the Drake concert. Reached up from the front row. Gave Drake your phone. The phone said, will you have sex with me, Drake? No, no, it didn't. Yes, it did, Katie, because I saw it on the shade room, so you know it happened. 
You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's a fact, Romeo, and I'm glad you said that because I am not mad at her for shooting her shot. That is not the reason that she is a sicko, believe it or not. Why is she a sicko? Because Drake said no, and he fuck everybody. <laughs> Wait. No. Katie, come on. Come on. When last time you seen Drake say no? No. You mean tell me? You was the one time that Drake he's, said. He's probably trying to change his way. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's trying to be a new man for Adonis. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know? Uh-huh. Lead uh-huh. by example. Yeah, sure. A great father figure. Mm-hmm. And now you're the sicko of the week. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to no. defend Drake. <laughs> to Katie and that young lady that was at the concert getting turned down by Drake. This butts for you. You are sick. Imagine Drake telling you no. Yo, you know what else is funny about Drake? The dude, he goes uh, viral all the time. He's a comedian. He always does basketball skits and stuff. But I guess he was at the uh, Brock Nation lunch. I said Brock. <laughs> the Rock. Rock. <laughs> Rock Nation. But homie went past Drake and gave him a five and he kept it pushing. And he was excited about it. He's like, oh, my God, right? Like, Drake was standing there <laughs> by himself at Rock, at Rock Nation at the party. And I don't know why. I just thought it was interesting because you ever find yourself, like, at the party standing by yourself and you feel awkward? Mm-hmm. You like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just feel like you're the most awkward person ever in, on planet Earth because nobody's like, you just there. You're interacting. You're you know like, what I mean? Everybody I go? else, they got a drink, yeah. they got their friend, your dumb ass just. And I saw Drake doing that. And I was like, oh, oh okay. It's everybody thing. But to that woman, though, that's sick. All right, quote of the week. The quote that I read this week is this. And it's from Dr. Nicole LaPera. We take things personally because it feels good. It means we matter and that we're important. The truth is, people's behavior has to do with how they were raised, their subconscious beliefs or motivations, and their ability to self-regulate. The majority of the time, almost all of the time, whatever they decide to do, however they decide to act, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Don't take things personally. The other quote that I saw that I thought was really amazing was from Abraham Lincoln. And that quote said, the shit you read on the internet is not always true. <laughs> not Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln ain't no shit about no internet. He wasn't Katie. even around when the internet was around. What Katie, I saw it on Twitter. What you mean? It has to be just not true. No. Abe didn't say that? No, Abe didn't say that shit. Okay, I saw another quote. I'm reading Is this quotes. a new Abe Lincoln? No, this is Abraham Lincoln. This ain't Emancipation Proclamation, Abraham. Abraham Lincoln said that you can tell more about somebody who has shit in their browser history than someone who has it all deleted. That's what Abe said. I'm reading it from Twitter. Abe, Abe didn't say that shit. Abe said that. The, whoever tweeted that said that shit. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln said that the level of bravery in you depends on how big your vibrator is. <laughs> Yo, that's true. <laughs> Told you. That part is true. Nah, Abe was him. Mm. I'm trying to tell you what Abe said. Wait, look, Katie got something up there. Look at <laughs> How big is your fucking thing, bro? <laughs> oh, that's the question of the week for Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I set myself up. Look at Romeo. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> Go on, bitch. All right. Literally. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yo, Katie. What's I, up? 
I told you that my cousin, Tavon, mm-hmm. he just got a job. Right, I don't want to say with a, who, okay. but, he, but he delivering mail. Okay. I ain't going to say which company because I, I got a feeling he's going to say some shit that would probably get us all in trouble. Okay, so we have to protect the innocent. Exactly that. So you ever, like, wanted to get stories of what they go through on these routes of delivering mail? Yeah. Well, he told me one the other day that made me get this idea of, like, we just need to call him just every week. Okay. And I don't know what we're going to get, but let's just do it. Okay. Just to see what he experienced on that day because the story he gave me the other day was insane. So I say we call him right now. Right now? Right now. We doing this? Off the top. Okay, let's right. do it. All right, let's get it. All right. Yo. Yo, Tavon, yeah. you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, man? Yo, man, I was just telling the listeners about how you got a new job and all that. Congratulations to you. And that, you know, I want to start documenting your journey for the people. So I'm calling you. Middle of the pod is lit. It's 150. It's a celebration episode. And okay. how's your day going? I just got fucked by a big pit bull probably like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> what? Okay, wait. Wait. Wait, I wasn't ready. No. Katie, was you ready? Who starts that off like that? Like, is that, is like, as in the singer? Like, is this his name? Dallin. Or is this a real, <laughs> Mr. 305. Yeah, is this Mr. 305? Or, or it's like a real pit bull. Pink meat and all. Well, uh, <laughs> what is the theme today? I don't know. Why? How big was his banana? Big enough to fill it on my lower back, bro. <laughs> no. How did this happen? Yeah, you man. in full uniform? Getting humped by a pit bull? As a mailman, they instruct you never to wear your AirPods because if you wear both of your AirPods, you can't hear all your surroundings, right? Right. So me... I'm just like, fuck it. I'm trying to listen to some music today. So I'm delivering mail, and next thing I know, I turn to the left. It's this big-ass dog just running from me. And I don't want to run from the dog because I don't want to excite it more, so I just stand there. So I'm just standing there, and I don't get bit. But next thing you know, he jumps up on my back, and he's fucking me. Yeah, he started bumping up, bumping you. So, what did you do? What though? did you do? You submitted. I had to take it. I had to take what? it. What? <laughs> no. Wait, what no. You, you do? What do you mean? Fight back? Yo, like throw the dog. Don't sit there and take it. It's either I take it or I get bit. Mm. That's a fair point. But oh no. And it's a and it's a pit bull, so I had to let him get his shit off, so I can get off. How long yeah. did he hunt you? <laughs> Wait, oh my God. how long did he hump you before he got off you? I need a shower. That's all I'm going to say. I need oh my a shower. No, I need on a the, shower. On his back. On your back? It's on your back. Yes, it's on I'm your back? I'm never going to jail. I'm never going to jail, bro. Oh, my I'm God. Never going to jail, bro. It's on his back. Oh, so when he was done, what did he do? Did he, like, hug you? Or uh, he hurt? <laughs> Wait, Katie, what he said? Hurt? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what he did? You yeah, we he do, did actually. He was done, and yeah. it was disrespectful. So after he got down, I looked at the dog. He turned around. He kicked dirt back up at me and ran back to his house. Wow. So he looked back at you? What? So I felt like one of them OnlyFans girls. Yeah. Oh. Did he ask for your number at least? No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. So you don't know his name or nothing. 
You don't want us no. to. You don't want us to try to get people to help us find this pit bull. No. If you, you know. know Scrappy <laughs> down the street, now he put paws on him. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Are you okay? Are you okay? I can't even listen to Snoop Dogg no more, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Why would you sing that? I mean, he just said that. What about Nate Dogg? Are you still G Dogg? Right, I, huh? I see what we're doing. I see what, what we're doing here. Let, okay. No, no, no. Let's lower it down to just Bow Wow. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Wait. You don't like Bow Wow no more, yo? Wait, you just I don't know? I hope Beyonce cancel every Atlanta what's, show. What's that? <laughs> yo, what's that have to do? yo, yo, don't What's that to do with what? it? What? Do you like women who ended up with a dog? You know what? I guess that's my karma for being a dog all my life. Oh. Okay. That's perspective. That That is. That's so a good, good way to look at it, man. I always thought the whole dogs attacking the mailman thing was like a myth. So that that's real? That really happens? I had a coworker get bit last week. Uh, I always thought that this was something that was just in cartoons and just something that people said, you know, just to get some hot, uh, ha-has out. But, um, yeah, dogs don't like mailmen, bro. I didn't you know this. Well, if wow. this job was your plan A, do you have a plan B? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't see, doesn't see You it. got 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Jack Bauer. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 first 24 is gone. Huh? What happened? You got to go? I'm not pregnant, bro. You sure? <laughs> you sure? Yeah, we didn't get the more yet. If I were you, that's a mixed breed. All right. That's cute. Yo, you all right, man? No, I'm traumatized. Oh. Are you going to ride it out? You going to play injured for the rest of the week? That was a big boy, too. I bet. I bet. Boy, put you on his stomach. Wait. I'm at rule boy. boy. <laughs> take it, take it. That dog was having wild thoughts. That dog will go to the other dogs like, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, we done. I'm glad you survived it. Oh, my God. Woo. (laughs) There's a dog-eat-dog world out here, Playboy. (laughs) You better, uh, um, hey, watch your ass, man, on the rest of your journey. I'm sorry that happened to you. Seriously. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. All right, my dogs. Well, we'll holler at you next week, man, to get more stories from you. Thank you for even sharing that one. Oh, no problem. Pray for me out here. All right, no doubt, boy. All right, one. It's time for Mo's Reflective Moment of the Week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. Somebody asked me this the other day. Mo, what are some of the things you had to unlearn in life? And I answered it. And I'll go through some of my answers throughout uh, some of these next couple of episodes. But the first one I feel like came to my mind was... Being humble, I had to unlearn that it was healthy to constantly be humble. I'm going to be honest. I don't believe that anymore. I don't. When I was younger, I feel like all of the older people who were in my life who felt like they were giving me good advice and trying to do right by me 
would constantly tell me to be more humble. Be more humble. Be more humble. Be more humble. There's nothing wrong with being humble. What I don't think a lot of the people in my life understood at that time in my youth was a lot of what appeared to be arrogance was me trying to make up for the fact that I actually had no confidence. And I think a lot of times in life, that's what happens, is sometimes you're in a place where you are lacking confidence. You are lacking self-esteem. And so you try to find ways to climb out of that. And sometimes the easiest way to do it is to force yourself to believe in yourself, to hype yourself up, to say things about yourself you might not even believe to be true, but you need to believe it because that's the only way you can actually get through this day feeling like you are worthy of being here. And then what someone will look at you and say who don't know your struggle, who don't know what you're really going through, who don't know what you're really battling, they'll say you need to be more humble. Not realizing that that's been your problem. You've been too humble. Right. You need to be less humble. You need to constantly be the person who believes in yourself so much that no one can ever knock you off your course. And I don't think anybody who ever gave me that advice did it from a place of wanting to hurt me. I just don't think they knew any better. And when I say that, I don't mean be arrogant to the point where now you come off as an asshole to other people or where you think you're better than somebody or where you just think your shit don't stink. But I mean it from the standpoint of there is absolutely nothing wrong with loving yourself to the full capacity, to the point where you literally could not love yourself anymore. And if that makes somebody else in the room uncomfortable, that's their problem. Because if they love themselves the way you do, it wouldn't be an issue. And typically, if you do love yourself like that, it usually doesn't come from a place of you was born with it. It comes from a place where you had to earn that. You had to climb out some shit. Most of the people that are the most confident people in the world, they that way because they came from being the most unconfident person in the world. And it took me years, years of pain, trials, tears, a lot of shit to get to the point where I finally love myself so much that I can also love you and everybody around me to the point where nothing you say or do will knock me off of this pedestal that I'm on because I know that I am the person I was put here to be and I love me and that is enough. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And nobody should tell you to be more humble if that's the way you live your life. If anything, you should be less humble and preach that gospel to anybody else who don't love themselves as much as you do. So that whole be humble shit, it sounds cute, but in reality, hey, love yourself to the full capacity, to the point where it makes people uncomfortable to be around you. That's when you know you're actually doing something. From me to you, episode 150 in the moment. It's been real. We love you. Katie, Romeo, Mo, we here. Next week, bitches. All right, so you know that story I was telling you about earlier with my man Coase in the um, pink Care Bear onesie? Mm-hmm. Well, after homegirl came back in, you said something that I'm like, how'd you even know? Because as we were getting this story, Jade and I both kind of felt like, well, you was done with her, right? No. This man said that's the sexiest thing he ever seen a woman do. Of course it is. Because she was playing chess, like you said. Uh-huh. So I said to him, you came out that onesie. He sure did. One more time, Katie. Oh. They went in the back. On site? What? On site? That's how it was supposed to go down. Hmm. A lot of people ain't get drinks for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those went back there. 
Woo. Pulled that banana out. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Hey. Hey, yo. Care Bear was stroking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> You're nasty people. Sometimes I sit and I wonder, caught in all of this thunder. Will it ever be over? All of this pressure I'm under. Yeah, they say that I'm different. Really don't seem to hear it. Though they say that it's scary. Really don't seem to fear it. Trapped inside of this vision. Really can't seem to bear it. Though I don't really want it. I really can't seem to share it. How I'm supposed to manage all that trouble to pile. Think I have an advantage. They want to double my style. They don't see that I'm damaged. Don't know I struggle to smile. No ego call my number, but why struggle to doubt, feeling it's good to make it, so I'm fighting to feel it, fight to keep it alive, while they fighting to kill it, trying not to complain, people going through worse, try to show them I'm famished, they confuse it with thirst, maybe I'm just obscene, cause I know I've been cursed, what he giving an album, I could give in a verse. What's up y'all, it's at sign K-E-Y-W-I-L-L voice the official voice of In The Moment Podcast. And we want to thank you for tuning in each and every week. See you next week.